Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to the Bow Hunter Planet Podcast, your gateway to the wonderful world of archery and bow hunting. The Bow Hunter Planet Podcast would like to thank our outdoor partners for their support. It's because of these companies we can keep this show educating, entertaining, and growing the archery heritage. Please check out these partners' links in the description of this podcast. Now, your hosts, Tim and Dave. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome to the bowhunterplanet.com podcast. Myself, Dave Thompson, uh, tonight along with Tim Azarana and uh, Joe from Fourth Arrow uh, Camera Arms. We're all going to have a great conversation here. It is fall in Michigan. It's a very exciting time and hunting's just getting underway. And one of the things that has always been important to Bowhunter Planet is filming your hunts when you can, especially self-filming. So we thought it'd be great to have Joe on from Fourth Arrow to go over some of their products and talk about uh, just the idea of filming while you're hunting because it's such a fun thing to do. So Joe, welcome to the show, man. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me on. Yes, it is that time of year. I'm excited. I don't know about you guys, but I got a I got a cider donut here. Ooh, <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go, man. <laughs> man, where's mine, bro? <laughs> yeah, it looks good. It's like a straight up uh, cinnamon. It looks amazing. And no, that's one of this. the cool things about Michigan. And obviously we're all from Michigan here and it, and there's so many great orchards in the area and in both sides of the state. It's just absolutely incredible. I was talking so Joe, to tell us about, about you, man. That, uh... No, I'm excited for this season too. Like this cold front coming in, it's like, oh. got me so pumped. I just no came doubt. back from, just came back from Montana on elk hunt. I ate a tag there, but we had a blast. One of the guys in the group got one though. Public good. land, archery, elk hunt. So, you know, you're up against pretty good odds anyway, but it was a blast. But come back here, it's like cold front. I'm I'm ready. So <laughs> That's I can't awesome. wait. Did you guys get a bull out there? Or what'd you get? Oh, yep. You got a six by six. So oh, wow, cool. That pretty That's cool. awesome. That's an experience of a lifetime, man. That's cool. Yeah, it sounds like we're planning going back last next year. So I'm how many guys pumped. went? Uh, I was six of us. Nice. So good deal. One Did you guys one film out of it? six that one was not filmed like it it just didn't work out that time like i get it there yeah. are certain hunts where it's it, it it takes dedication to really go out and film like all our tree stand hunts here we film but there wasn't a particular product where like oh we need footage of this so 
we didn't get that particular one on film, but um, yeah, yeah, it was a good time. No, that makes sense though. And, and I think we're going to talk about this. Like it's hard to film your hunts, right? If you don't have the right setup, you don't have the right equipment, you can't get the right angles. Like it's just so hard. And that's where your products come in is to help with part of that problem that you have and just having the right angles and having everything set up ready to go when you need it. Um, so what, walk us through a little bit of your product lineup, like fourth arrow camera arms, um, obviously you guys have camera arms, but, but how did you guys start and what kind of products do you guys have? Yeah. So kind of how we started, it kind of goes back to, we wanted to make it easier on ourselves to film hunts, right? So where we started, we were actually trying to film for a different product and every camera we tried, we just like, oh, I don't like this part about this one. I don't like that part. So through, you know, a process of just playing around with different things ourselves, we're like, oh, we could build a camera arm that's way better than everything that's out there. So a lot of us where we're at, we're hunting private ground where we're going back to the same stand sets, you know, frequently. So we wanted a base that we could say, I want a base that I can strap to the tree and not have to, you know, put up there every single time, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that was the annoyance with all these other ones that are out there is it was really, it'd be really expensive to preset bases in all those trees. So that was the number one goal. Number two was we wanted something that was easier to level. So that's where our ball joint system with our 360 degree, degree leveling comes in. We wanted something that would just be just super easy to use and get it level on any tree, any angle. So that's kind of where it started. Um, we developed our first 1.0 shoulder system, just a simple ball joint system, but it worked awesome. Um, it was super exciting to see the response. Like it took off so fast. It was unbelievable. Um, so kind of from there, we've developed and made changes over the years, but we've gone from, you know, our, our stiff arm, which is our standard, our standard camera arm for guys wanting to film their hunts. We have the stiff arm pro for the more pro level guys like a lot of the TV show guys, that's what they picked up. But, and then kind of through this year, we, we kind of took a little bit different approach as well. And, you know, there's been more and more people filming with their cell phones. People just want to start filming. They just want to play around with it. And they're not ready to invest, you know, a thousand dollars into a camera and all this fancy audio equipment. Um, they just want to get out there and start filming their hunts. So we developed what's called the baton arm, which is, it doesn't have like all the fancy bells and whistles of our other systems, like 360 degree leveling, all that fancy stuff. It's, it's a really basic arm, but it's, it's really nice and functional. It's got great leveling, easy leveling built in. Um, and it's just a simple, affordable arm option for guys, whether they have a small handy cam or a cell phone. So now, I mean, granted, like our, our phones that we have in our pockets have, incredible cameras on them now if you shoot in 4k you can crop in in post-production like there's a lot you can do with your cell phone these days and we wanted to be able to help people accomplish that um, and ultimately the goal is make filming as easy as possible because it is a hassle right it's extra stuff you have to bring right we want to make it easier on ourselves to self-film and that's really why we created fourth air cameras because we wanted to self-film because who wants to come film you when they also want to be in the tree stand, honey? We're selfish here. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt. And then, actually, that's a really cool solution because 
regardless of whether you're self filming or not with that with that tree arm, especially the one that that's used for um, for cameras, Dave's gonna or for for cell phones. Dave's gonna love it because he can sit there and watch his Netflix on that camera arm. You know, <laughs> you can just sit back and chill. You got the screen right there, man, and then flip it around yeah. when the deer comes. Yeah, in, right? I've I've never done that before. Oh wait, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh exactly i love it man that's a great idea man um so so the 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 baton is that what you said it was called yep it's called the baton arm um so again it's just an entry level basic arm it comes price point wise we're looking at 100 bucks so it's you know 100 bucks in you're you're set to go i mean you might need to get like our mini head which we sell for like 40 bucks our phone holders like an extra 10 if you get the whole package but you know 150 bucks throw your cell phone on there and that's all you need. Like you're ready to start filming, which got us really excited just to be able to help another whole segment of people start filming their hunts. Cause it's, once you do it, it's really addicting. And the thing I love about it too, is not just, can I tell my story and show it to people, show how it happened, which is so much fun. But I think another huge key when it comes to filming is being able to review shot placement. That's like huge. There have been so many deer that we've shot up here. It's like, that shot happened so fast and if you can then watch that back frame by frame that helps you so much to know whether you need to wait till tomorrow to find it or you made a perfect shot um it that information right there is definitely helpful too that is a great great point because i don't i don't there's been so many times where we've had to go back where i'm like "Ah, i'm not sure if it's a good shot i'm not sure if i actually hit it you know and you go back and um you know, you, you, you rewind that film and you start slow-moing it back and you're like, oh man, that was, that was actually in the kill zone. So we'll go out and kind of look around for it and see what goes on and kind of take it from there. But it gives you a great starting point too, to know, you know, depending on the angle, what you're filming, where they go. Cause that, right. that happens like you shoot them and it like, it happens yeah. so quickly they're gone and you don't know, I don't know if they went in 20 yards this way or 40 yards that way. Right. So it yeah. helps you absolutely being able to kind of after the shot, evaluate what happens so you can have a better chance of recovering that deer. It's a great point. Exactly. Plus if you, yep. you, the last part you see in your mind and you go back and you, where you think you hit it, maybe you weren't sure, but also, you know, what I do for the like videos, I'll play it back and then I'll, I'll see where it goes in. And then I'll look at the trees to see, to mark a tree mentally. So I can find right. that tree in real life, right. On the camera, then look in real life and find the tree. So I know where it went behind that tree, you know, 10 yards when it ran by it, that's how I find my spots. But this baton arm is absolutely incredible. You did send me one. I played with it. I did a video on it. I, you know, when I think of, um, filming my hunts, the thing is, is most people are going to have a beginner type setup, including myself, who's been doing this a long time, but I don't really care. Like I just go out to have fun in recording. And for me, something like this is like ultimate, all I need, you know, I got like a little tiny camera, it weighs less than a pound. I have uh, a cell phone camera, a GoPro, like those type of cameras is all I'm always using. So this arm is, I is like the perfect thing. And at the price point, you guys have it, it really makes a lot of sense. And here's why every year I will go to the store and I will never buy a full size camera arm because it, to me, it's a waste of money. Cause I'm not going to film with a camera that needs it. Or do I need the quality of the rotation or anything? You know, I, I'm just going to set it on a deer spot and I'm going to shoot it when the deer walks by. So every year I go to the store and I buy one of those little camera arms that you see at like a Dunham's or sports authority or whatever, wherever you go. And it's like a little arm and it's like $40. So just imagine every single year I buy one for 40 bucks. I put it in the tree 
and it rusts and I never take it down because I don't have a quick release like this. It rusts out. So I probably spent six, $700 in the past, like 10 years. <laughs> and like, then you buy something like this and I can simply just take it off because it's so tiny to take back and forth. So this is a no brainer. If for anybody out there who is thinking like, Oh, I'll just get one of these little arms. Don't waste your time because this is for this price. This is a great, great product. Yeah. And the other thing too, that we wanted to focus on was packability, right? So if you are a beginner, you don't know if you're going to like it or not film the whole filming thing. We wanted to make it just super easy to do. So the whole thing basically folds into itself. So it's going to, I mean, you could technically throw it in a pocket, um, you know, on a hoodie like that. It's that small um, or a side pocket on a backpack or whatever type of pack you have. So just, we try to make it as small, lightweight, and as compact as possible. But, you know, when you guys first started, um, you guys only had the tree version, right? Where you mounted to a tree, but you've kind of expanded your product line since then, right? Yes, yes, definitely. So we, like you said, we don't only just have stuff for trees, but we came up with a few different other options as far as filming from a ground line goes, as far as filming just, you know, run and gun type situations. So um, one of the first things we came out with, as far as that's concerned, of course, we offer like tripods, right? So you can mount your camera on your video head right on top of a tripod. But the tricky part about a tripod, especially if you're hunting, let's say you're hunting a pop-up blind or a ground blind, your window is only so wide. And then you have that part of the blind, that, that blind spot where you can't see. So let's say you're filming out in front of you and that deer walks over to the right into that blind spot. Well, if your camera is just on a traditional tripod, you have to pick that tripod up and move it over to be able to get that shot. Well, we came up with what's called the Rex arm. We also have the Raptor arm, which is just a little bit shorter version. Basically it's a 10 inch arm that mounts to the top of your tripod. And then you have that range of motion on top of the tripod without moving the tripod. So that deer walks into that blind spot, slide that arm over, tilt your camera and you're ready to go. So that was one of the things that was super cool to see. And that was just one of the ideas that the guys had like, well, an arm is so nice in a tree. Why don't we have something like that for the blind? Yeah. The other thing that we developed, um, you know, a tripod itself is kind of big. It's a big footprint in a blind. So we developed what's called our pillar system. Basically, if you imagine a monopod, just a regular filming monopod with a clamp on it, with that system, you can clamp it to the shelf in a box blind and then run an arm off that. You can run our Rex arm, or you can even run our bigger arms off it if you want to in a fixed blind. Um, or we have basically a little adapter that works with a pop-up blind. So if you're filming turkeys out of a pop-up blind, you can use that system and not have to use a tripod. So you're not taking up all that room when you're blind. So that was another pretty exciting thing that we came up with. Um, as far as that goes in, in filming and blinds, the thing, when it comes to filming on the ground, probably my favorite thing that we've come up with so far, um, especially for turkey hunting would be, um, our monopod and stake kit. So me personally, I usually am more of a run and gun turkey hunter. Um, so with our running gun or with our, if you go to, uh, our spot and stock section there, um, you'll see our monopod and stake kit. So basically with that, you just take a regular monopod, screw oh, on a stake, 
stake cool. that into the ground wherever you're going and then your hands free that so it's awesome. way cow. easier than a tripod in the turkey woods so whether you're running gun after turkeys or out west somewhere that setup for me has been one of my favorites it's just so lightweight and so simple this right yes. here tim this right here with the ghost blind would be like unbelievable well yeah and, and okay <laughs> so, like so this 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 monopod with the stake the stake is is it i'm not not going to say it's separate but the stake doesn't retract into the monopod right they, no. that's a fixed point correct that's huge that is huge i i have used uh, other monopods that that have like the point at the bottom of it where you try to stick it in and the problem that you have with those if you've never done it before is a couple different things number one they they usually bend they're not they're not strong so you, you have those you have those pivot points because it you know it's it's using the 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 normal clamp to go up and down um but not only that they they fall over because it doesn't stick in the ground. I see you got that little ring around it so that it's not going to really move left, right, you know, back and forth too much. But trying trying to put it in and out is so hard to do uh, because when you're pushing it down, those clamps that hold it on there pushes the, pushes the monopod back up in there. So that's a separate piece and it never retracts back up. That's a huge aspect of that thing. I love this thing. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Filming on turkey hunts has been so much easier with that thing. And we, this is our kind of our second version of it. We have a bigger foot plate. So you can just, if, if you can't push it down with just your hands, you can put your foot in the edge, stake awesome. it in the ground. And my experience is it's been plenty sturdy for the size of cameras I've used. So, that yeah, that's really pretty cool, cool man. That, that bring that, I mean, <laughs> who would have thought you could add, you know, you can make a monopod better, right? And there you guys yeah. are. <laughs> uh... Exactly. That's awesome. And then what's the difference in the Raptor and then the Rex Arm 2.0? Are they is it just smaller? Or? Yeah, the Raptor is just I believe the Raptor is six inches and the Rex Arm is ten inches. So got it. Um, okay. For like for guys running bigger cameras on a tripod, um, the issue with the Rex Arm, if you have a really big camera, is it can get a little tippy unless you can put Makes your sense. footprint out further on your tripod. So with most cameras, most guys are using it's not an issue. But for big cameras, that's kind of where the Rex Arm comes in is it's a little bit shorter. So the, the center of gravity is not moved so far out. So again, you know, when we talk about like this concept and all that, so for, for instance, Tim, like when I, when I was hunting the blind that you're going to be hunting in, you know, here and there, I left the chair out there for you, but I also left the tripod and I actually, all I did was take this piece. Yeah. I took this black adapter as well, but when I see you, if you're filming in there, all I have to do is give you this and you just drop it right in. It's like so simple. <laughs> perfect <laughs> so easy maneuver and get around with these to me for ground blinds are like i mean literally the coolest thing especially like you said about you know if the window's not right you can just slide over now you don't have to move the tripod to do it it's, it's a big deal especially when you're self-filming it's a very big deal because you don't have time to maneuver everything you know yeah no for sure man and i i've used it you know and, and to joe's point um even the tripod in there can be a little bit bulky and that the ground blind system that you guys have. So we use a lot of pop-ups, right? So okay, we'll, yep. we'll go out there and wait. I mean, they're, they're permanent seasonal pop-ups. So we'll, we'll set them up and they'll stay out there all season. So we're not going out in the morning, popping them up or anything like that. But how, how does it, so, so you have ones that attach to a, like a hub style pop-up. Yeah. So basically, yeah. So basically how it works, of course you have your main structure, which is the monopod. Off the monopod, you have a clamp. 
Okay. So the clamp can clamp to literally, you know, uh, a two by four, or it can narrow in to clamp to something that's pretty small. So in that, the one with the pop-up line adapter, basically what the adapter the hub style pop-up sections, that yeah. pop-up blind adapter is going to basically wedge between those two. You basically have two bolts on either side of that, that you take that, that, um, that main piece off and then go around, basically it wedges between those two hubs. Gotcha. And, and then that basically creates the shelf that I you clamp now. to with the with the monopod clamp so so that that creates that level that level horizontal surface correct for you to clamp, clamp the mo- that okay that that's okay. cool that's cool so that's what I, i've always struggled with that that's correct yep yep so this yeah, like, is, this builds the the shelf and then this right here correct. will clamp right here right this is what clamps do it yep very yeah cool. i mean awesome yep i don't know if one of the other pictures shows it very well it's kind of yeah, like once you assemble it, it's kind of yeah. Those ones don't show it that well. Yeah, it's kind of like dark. Right yeah, but I can see what you're getting but, at because you yep. you know your your hubs are coming off at an angle, so they're not they're yep. not a horizontal surface, and you got to create right. that horizontal plate in order for you to attach that monopod to. That makes a lot of sense. Yep. Yeah, and with Dang. you guys, if you if you set one of those up, you know, in each one of those blinds, are not that. I mean, I don't know how many blinds you guys set up, but about thirty two. Really easy. Thirty two. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Dan, you guys run the Badlands approach in this picture. Nice. Uh, yeah, we love That's we cool. love Badlands. <laughs> That's cool. It's actually our buddy, uh, buddy Tom Petrie. Oh, okay, cool. Let me see something here. I wanted to see. Okay, yeah, you guys don't show that. Um, this is just. I get it. Okay, I was trying to see if this is in a ground blind picture. Oh, but, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, all right. So, so when you guys first started, am I remembering right? Like you, you guys kind of blew up kind of overnight. I, I remember for, for some reason, I remember these very cool commercials that came out for you guys or that you guys produced and they, and, and it was like kind of instant success for you. Yeah. I, I wasn't here, um, at the very, very beginning days of fourth arrow, but still I was kind of connected a little bit. So I was, I was kind of outside looking in. Um, but like I mentioned, with fourth arrow, we were actually, we actually created it to help us film another product that we had uh, called Winsent. And Winsent was the first one we had the idea for, but fourth arrow, which came about because of Winsent actually took off faster okay. um, than the whole Winsent uh, idea did. So um, yeah, like I said, I mean, we started doing the shows and that uh, we had that one video, uh, where I believe it was Calvin was walking through the woods with uh, different bases and like talking about, you know, what your camera arm company should offer and that it really took off. So yeah, uh, it was kind of fun to see. And, and the cool thing is with camera arms, it's something that everyone in the industry wants to use. Right. Yeah. So that, that it's a pretty small tight knit community. So once, once this guy, once this TV show, once this other filmer sees what these other guys are using, they're like, oh, that looks awesome. That word kind of spreads quickly within the industry itself. Um, so yeah, it was, it was kind of cool to see how fast it, you know, took off off the ground. So it was cool. Yeah, that is cool. Who, who would have thought you guys could make uh, camera accessories cool again, you know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh... That's pretty cool. So some of the accessories you had, I'm just looking through your website real quick. 
um, you sell the bases in packs, right? So you can take the arm and travel to different trees. And then, then the consumer, let's say they have like three different tree stands they go to, they can buy a base for each tree stand. So it's basically take the arm down, move to the, you know, at night, go, if you're going to go hunt somewhere else in the morning, take the arm out, pop it in the, in the uh, mount and you're done, right? To pop it in your, in your tree mount and you're done. Exactly. So, and for anyone out there that might not fully understand how our systems work, basically what we did is we took um, the issue with the other camera arm systems that were out there was the base, the part that mounted to the tree and their leveling system were tied together, which made it, it that's why it was expensive to put a base in every tree that you hunt, yeah. right? So what we decided to do was let's separate the part that straps to the tree from the leveling mechanism. So basically our camera arm systems have three pieces. You have your arm, your shoulder where your leveling is, and then your base that mounts to the tree. So by separating that, we allowed us to really cut cost on the bases. So it's really cheap to put a base in every tree. So basically what you would like, what I do this year, I'll pre-mount on my bases. Um, and then all you have to carry out is the shoulder where your leveling is, and then your arm. So that's, those are the two components that go with you from stand to stand. Um, while we're on the subject of bases, the other cool thing um, that we came out with it was last year. Um, so last year, we, we kind of reinvented the leveling capabilities of our shoulder. So for any of you guys that knew Fourth Arrow in the early days, you had a little tool that you used to tighten and loosen the shoulder to level it. Well, we didn't really like that tool. Like it worked great. Like the leveling on it was second to none, but we wanted to get rid of that silly tool. So we, last year we released what's called the 3.0 shoulder, which is a toolless leveling system. Um, we've absolutely loved it. The feedback on it has been awesome. It basically, instead of using a tool to level, it's just one little knob on the side. So you just loosen that knob, level the, the ball joint system, tighten it down and you're good to go. So cool. what the other thing that we did at that same time was there are a lot of guys that maybe they're saddle hunters or any public land hunter where they can't preset bases. We wanted to make their life a little bit easier. So we developed what's called the talon. Basically what it is, is it's a base that mounts, doesn't mount permanently, but it bolts to the back of the shoulder. It's pretty easy to take on and off still, um, but it basically makes the shoulder and the base one piece again. And then the other thing that does, it has the teeth on it fold in. So it's extra packable for the guys that are running gun hunting. Um, and it's, it's lighter. It's, you know, it's, you don't have, you know, a base puncturing holes in your backpack when you're taking it, you know, to and from your, your stand every every single time. So that was another kind of fun thing. And that's really taken off um, is having a really good system that's even more packable and easier to use in the run and gun hunting situation. Awesome. Now your mounting screws and all that kind of stuff, they're standard, right? So, um, you know, I could, I could screw on a GoPro, I could screw on a regular camera. It doesn't really matter, right? It's, it's just that standard screw. Yeah. So basically on the end of the camera, um, most of them are going to be three eighths. So that's going to be the threading on most video heads. So you technically can't mount like most cameras directly to the arm because you want to have something that you can pan and oh, still. Yeah, right? that makes sense. 
right? But all our video heads, you're going to be able to put a GoPro on any camera. Um, but with the baton, the baton arm, that's the one exception. Um, because it's a smaller arm, more made and geared for that entry level, smaller camera, maybe even just a GoPro, it does have quarter 20. So yes, you okay. can technically mount a GoPro right to the end of the time. Awesome. You, you got an option for everything. Yep. That's pretty cool. Very cool, man. Um, so, 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 um, go on, Dave. Sorry. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> POV. <laughs> so outreach, this is one of the coolest things I've ever seen actually in, in the filming industry of the hunting industry. Um, the outreach is an arm that correct me if I'm wrong, uh, goes six feet long, I believe, and yep. it collapses. So you, you, um, just hit the button, pull it out. I'll show you guys a picture in a second, but this, uh, product to me is an all around winner because of a lot of reasons, but the first being the cost, it's, it's very low cost for what you're going to get. The second is it's going to give you angles that you've never been able to capture before, in my opinion. Um, and, and if you were to run an example of this for what, what I would use this for would be GoPros. I would use a lot of GoPros on this. In fact, if it was me and I had like, let's say four of these arms, I would run four of these in different angles. Like for instance, one that's six feet out looking at me, one that's six feet out over like a, a run where I think the deer is going to come through. Maybe I have even that on two different angles. So you have, you know, half your, your shot lanes are in covered by a GoPro, but out there, you know, like 20 yards in front of you. And nowadays with the GoPros and the remotes, you can get away with that kind of stuff. You didn't used to be able to do it. So it gives you a lot of flexibility options, but it looks like you guys even showing your photos here. And I'll share this picture here in a second that you guys are using this. People are using this for other stuff, including like production kind of stuff here. It looked like on uh, this photo, but yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. So I love the outreach arm. It's kind of a fun, it, it's a fun, unique way to get a cool second angle. And, you know, in, in the outdoor space, you know, with YouTube and outdoor television now, there's so many different hunting videos that people can watch. Right. So for the guys that have their own show, they want a way to, you know, to be unique, to be creative, to produce something that's a little bit different than just, you know, the standard hunting video that's out there. So that's the kind of idea behind the outreach arm. It, it allows you to create a cool perspective and second angle that you otherwise wouldn't be able to get. Um, and of course, like second angles, I, I love second angles because they, they allow you to really just see exactly what happens and what's involved in the whole hunt. If you just have a main camera pointing out and you, you watch the deer, you don't know what I went through to try to self film the thing. Like yep. you lose so much yeah. of that story, yeah. <laughs> me getting frustrated or like me, you know, trying to quick get my bow up and all these other things that are in, it's a great way to, to, you know, capture reaction after the shot too, because when you're still pointing that, you know, that camera at the deer, your best reactions are before you point that camera back around to you and, you know, yeah. do your yaha, yaha moment um, when you hopefully hit the deer. Um, but yeah, just those second angles are, are awesome. And the more you have, the more, you know, creative you can be with editing and, and all that. So that, that was kind of a fun one with the outreach arm, just to be able to have that option. Um, we have a couple other options as far as like POV mounts go. We just have a small, like regular tripod. A lot of guys use that for turkey season. Um, we also have a mini stake that it can extend up several feet, um, which is pretty popular to use. Like some guys will use it, um, 
out in front of their deer decoy and get a second angle of a buck coming into a decoy, which was is a really cool angle to get if you can get that video. It's usually more predictable with turkeys, and a lot of yeah. guys use it that way. But um, but yeah, just the more camera angles you can have, the more creative you can be with telling your story. And uh, you know, like um, one of the cool parts about this product too is the extra outreach arm tree screws. So you could buy like I don't know, say let's say you buy like five of these things you could literally put this in if you had five different spots you would always have you just go drop it in it's literally one of the easiest things i've ever used in the field <laughs> you literally just drop it in to this slot right here and um if this was upright that it would just drop right in and then you have this it looks like this when it's done but it pops right off and you can just take it back so you wouldn't leave it out in the field in my opinion you would take it back with you each night but this gives you that ability to do that and also i agree with you on this if you do this with turkey and stuff it'd be so cool yeah yeah Super the other time we've used too. it yeah we've used it on bear hunting too because they usually come to the bait pile and that's always a cool cool shot <laughs> yeah for sure yeah that's cool man this is one of my favorites because back when we started filming self-filming years ago you know we had uh we had tried to do something like this actually uh just by like with a tree branch and stuff right like how can we tie it on and all this and you know, so what I love about this, my point being is that you guys are hunters, you can tell your hunters, you're come up with things that are helping hunters because you saw that there's an issue and you needed, we needed something like this. That's what I love about it. Same with what fourth arrow has done with their knuckles and how everything it can level off the ability to level something we've, I mean, we've gotten, uh, arms from other companies i'm not gonna name names but they're so bulky and big and they, they go for like four hundred dollars and they're so big and heavy and, and like and they don't level by themselves you have to like do all this work and it's just like i don't want you know i'm not I, my camera's this big you know like what the hell am i gonna do with this giant massive camera arm for like like a, a red or something you know something not even in the same league as what i'm using for cameras and anyway you guys have revolutionized this this industry uh specifically in in filming your hunts it's absolutely amazing and another quick tidbit to throw out there this just happened and i don't you know i don't know if people are following the news but uh youtube is now regulating like uh hits on deer so if you were monetizing before and you showed hunting like if you had a hunting show like the hunting public or any hunting show uh, they now cannot show the hit shots or the distress, the animal in distress. So my point being is that when we talk about getting second angles and different angles and things like that, now you need it more than ever. If you have an online show, cause you got to show something, you know, you got to show the deer coming in. They have to do what they used to do. Remember where they like show it and you don't see it and you hear a shot. <laughs> it's going to that, get crazy. That'd be boring though. I don't know. I want to see what it's that coming shot. to. It's crazy. I know it's crazy. It is going to turn into the fishing world where all you have are fishing stores, man. Dude, I shot this buck. It was a 14-pointer, man. Let me tell you how big it was. It was crazy. But I can't show you the shot. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Oh, I can, can you show me the dead animal? No, I can't tell you, show you that can't either. Do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it'll be interesting what happens with it, though, because it'll just – I think what will end up happening is, you know, YouTube will end up kind of losing that part of what they do. Um, it'll be more for information, like what we do with test lab. It'll be more for that kind of thing than it will be for hunting and hunting, in my opinion, will move to the online platforms like carbon TV and all that, because that's where they can actually show what they're doing. And there's other ones, obviously there's a ton of them. So hopefully, yeah. um, hopefully, uh, it, it, worst case, it doesn't work out. Then so what, then we move to an actual hunting platform and see you later, but I don't know, but people are going to need these angles. That's all I know. They're going yep, to have exactly. Them. 
Absolutely. Yep, for sure. But uh, so what else, what's up, what else is going on with you guys this year? You got anything launching in 22 you can talk about or give us some, uh, some, some tip, uh, well, some, mm. you know, a little bit of opening there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything I can specifically talk about. We've got some cool stuff in the works, but uh, I'm sure around ATA timeframe, there might be a couple of things we'll be, we'll be talking nice. about, but it's a fun uh, time of year. Yeah. How about for that, hunting? hunting. You guys got any I, hunts coming up? Let's see here. We, some of us, we're going to go on a moose hunt and that got canceled because it was in Canada. <laughs> oh, bummer. <laughs> but yeah, I just, like I said, I just got back from Montana. That was kind of <clears throat> my big hunt for the year. Um, I am looking forward to hopefully <clears throat> trying it again next year. But um, other than that, I mean, I hunt Michigan whitetail. Can't wait. Um, uh, where are you hunting over there? Got, what you on the West side there somewhere? Yeah, I'm in Kent County. So oh, yeah. I've got a couple different pieces over here in Kent County that I hunt. So some of the other guys are up a little bit further north and they've got some nice bucks up there too. So I just checked one trail cam the other day, um, had some decent bucks. So I'm, I haven't seen anything that's got me like crazy excited yet, but I don't put a ton of stock in those trail cam photos yeah. because you know it can discourage you or it can really <laughs> encourage you and then like let you down when you don't see that you know, monster buck on camera, but yeah, I think, uh, cameras are funny like that. Cause you know, you, you think you got, you're seeing everything that's going on, but you know, I mean, let's be honest, what's going on behind the camera, what's going on to the left or right of the camera, you know, you can't <laughs> exactly. see everything, especially if that deer is not used, decides not to use that trail and use a different trail or whatever. But yeah, it's, um, that's exciting. We'll be out, we'll be out your way next week. Uh, our hunt camps out in the West okay. side as well. So we'll be cool. We'll be starting our, uh, kickoff coming up here and when you guys are hearing this it'll be probably during that time but i'm excited because uh we're not seeing a lot of deer on the cameras which kind of stinks we're seeing deer but just not a lot but i think again you don't know what's going to happen and tim and i are optimistic thinking that it's going to work out but we never know they should put it this way this year we're on a shoot to kill mission we're actually going to get a lot of meat for the freezer we're not worried about antler size because to be frank you you know normally we'd see 150 inch deer by now we haven't seen anything like that only spikes and button bucks so we're gonna probably skip all those obviously and just go after does and it is what it is we we hunt an airport so it's really interesting aspect is different it's not normal you know and so with this airport you have like regulations on the runways and so they had to put a fence up and now there's a fence that that messed up the 300 acres so you got this fence running right on both sides of the the um runway runway and so now the deer can't cross the runway. They used oh. to run across it into the where we're hunting on both sides. Well, I'm sure the and, pilots like that better. <laughs> oh, they love it, but there's still deer get stuck in there too on the flip oh, side. Dear. So yeah, think about that. When the deer are inside yeah, of it, that's not good. They can't get out, and it's really yeah. messy because you know that's more dangerous. Now you got a freak, a deer freaking out, exactly. running around like a maniac. Yep. Um, but we'll see. So we're gonna I do think... our best to uh, manage that population. Yeah. Gotcha. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> we do what we got to do. Uh, I don't know, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's strange year for us. It's not normal. Yeah. It's our first year with this fence. So it really mm-hmm. messed up all of our good spots. Now we're like, I don't know what's going to happen. Ah, yeah. You have to retry to figure it <sighs> out. Yeah. The one thing I am going to try, this I'm going to attempt to try is saddle hunting because yeah, it's all the rage cool. these days. So I'm, yeah, I'm at least going to try it. If I, if I do it once and say, forget it, we'll see. But <laughs> I haven't had a single person that's done it that hasn't said it was the most comfortable sit they've ever done. Yeah. yeah I've, you, I've been ooh. up in it shooting out of it, just playing around. And I was actually pleasantly surprised. Like it was decent. 
Um, yeah. There's a couple of moves I'm not super comfortable with yet when you actually get 20 feet up, <laughs> but like I could see definitely liking it. Like, like I said, I hunt private property. So most of my spots, you know, I've got different tree stands already set up, ready to go, but there's always that time where, Oh, I want to go on that other side of the swamp. Or I'm going to hunt that tree because that buck keeps walking by that spot. And yeah. it's just nice to have that mobile option in the bag when yeah. you need it. It's extra fun when the wind starts blowing, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like a little pendulum. Yeah, you just swing around. It's probably like, it's probably like so fun because you're always moving. <laughs> All right, Joe, oh, thanks man. a lot, man. Appreciate your time. And uh, check out fourtharrowcamerarms.com, guys, when you get a second pick up yourself a kit of camera equipment from these guys because it is worth it and it's honestly extremely affordable even for their better stuff if you want to get a little bit better arm go for it it's still in the price point that's i think a great price compared Very to well industry show so thanks a lot joe appreciate it man yeah thanks for having me on guys this has been a presentation of bowhunterplanet.com join the hunt When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.